Welcome to Enjoying the Journey with Evangelist Scott Pauling. Today, we are on a journey through Scripture. We hope you'll join us as we make 66 stops through each book of the Word of God. Coleridge called it the most profound book in existence. Godet called it the cathedral of the Christian faith. Martin Luther called it the chief part of the New Testament and the very purest gospel. Irving Jensen called it Paul's masterpiece. <laughs> That's pretty high praise, I would say. And if you read it for yourself, you'll understand why. We're journeying today through the very doctrinal, powerful book of Romans. It is often called the book of salvation because it really has a greater summary of the way of salvation and the doctrine of salvation than any other book. Uh, many people have used what they commonly refer to as the Romans road uh, to explain the logic of the gospel and how to know Christ as your personal Savior. Uh, Romans is an amazing book of salvation. What the gospels give to us in fact, the epistles now give to us in explanation. And it's very fitting that the book of Romans, the longest of all the epistles, would be first because the message of Romans is really the foundation of every other message to the church. You cannot understand how to live the Christian life. You cannot understand all that God wants for the believer and for the local assembly until you first understand who Christ is and have a personal relationship with the Savior, the Lord Jesus. It's also very fitting that Romans should follow the book of Acts. You remember we just journeyed through Acts and we talked about carrying the gospel from Jerusalem to Judea to Samaria to the uttermost part of the world. Well, may I tell you, that's exactly what Rome was. Rome was going to launch the gospel to the uttermost. It was going to carry it now to the farthest reaches of the Gentile domain and empire. And I tell you, this is a book for every believer. This is a book for every unbeliever. This is a book for everybody that needs salvation. Friend, we all need salvation. The Apostle Paul opens his letter this way in Romans chapter 1, verse 1. Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God. You see, the book of Romans is a treatise on the gospel. It really begins and concludes with the gospel. If you turn to the last chapter of the book, Romans 16, verse 25, he signs off by saying this, Now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery which was kept secret since the world began. He begins and ends with a gospel. And everything in between serves to explain the effect, the power of the gospel. What's the purpose of the gospel? To save men from their sin. What's the power of the gospel? Justification and sanctification. Who are the people of the gospel? Jew and Gentile. What's the product of the gospel? Changed lives. Oh, my friend, read the book of Romans. Read it carefully. Read it slowly. Read it meditatively. Don't rush through this book because it is so full of truth. It's full of truth for those who need to know Christ and it's full of truth for those of us who do know Christ. Read it again and again. 
The gospel had been preached through the Roman Empire for a century by the time this particular book was written, or for nearly a century. And there were certainly some questions that needed clarification. So Paul, under inspiration of the Holy Spirit, begins to write this deeply doctrinal book. I wish I could identify one key word for you. That's very hard to do because there are so many words that are used repeatedly. Uh, the law, that's used 78 times. Righteousness, 66 times. Faith, 62 times. Sin, 60 times. Death, 42 times. Then there are phrases like in Christ. Oh, what a phrase that is. 33 times. Uh, impute, 19 times. Justification, 17 times. You study words like this and it will give you a good summary of the entire message of salvation. And I would say to you, the book of Romans is one of those books that really should be studied word by word. Now don't just study it chapter by chapter. No, take your time and study the individual words because they are so full of truth. Now, this book has an interesting layout. Like many of Paul's writings, it moves from belief to behavior, uh, from what we know to how we live. Uh, we might outline it this way. Chapters 1 through 11 are really about our doctrine. And so he deals with sin, the fact we're all sinners. Then he deals with salvation. Then he deals with sanctification and the sovereignty of God. He moves from where we are to where we need to be. He shows us this progression of how God, the Savior, works in our life, not only to, to take us to heaven someday, but to change us here and now. In fact, I believe some of the greatest chapters in the Bible on the Spirit-filled Christian life are found in the book of Romans. Read Romans 6, 7, and 8. See if it doesn't describe your own struggle and then discover there the victory that is found only in the person of Jesus Christ living inside of you. And then he moves from the doctrine of chapters 1 through 11 to the deportment of chapters 12 through 16. In other words, how should we live because of this? He talks about our behavior towards God and our behavior towards one another, our behavior towards the world. And uh, it's, it's powerful, really, to see how the Christ in you works out. He lives His life out through you. May I say to you, one of the dangers of studying doctrine, if you're not careful, is you can get full of knowledge. And remember, Paul in another place says, knowledge puffeth up. Uh, there was just a great danger in intellectual arrogance. And it's very evident even in this world today. Lots of people who always win Bible trivia are very proud people because they have all the answers. And yet the issue is not, do you know about salvation? Do you know about Christ? But rather, has He made a difference in the way you live your life every day? Remember, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. All things are become new. And so, I would challenge you today to read the book of Romans, not just to know about the gospel, but rather to let the gospel affect the way you live. Someone has said, we should preach the gospel to ourself every day. That's a powerful, profound thought. Every day I must remind myself I'm just a sinner in desperate need of the mercy of God. If I got what I deserved, I'd be in hell. But I'm not in hell and I'm not going to hell because Christ has saved me. And that Christ lives in me and He wants to live His life out through me today. And I want Christ to be all in all, everything to me. That's the message of Romans. He is our propitiation. He is our sin bearer. He is our deliverer. He is our justifier. He is the one who sanctifies us. Jesus Christ is all. I leave you with the key verse 
or should I say the key verses of the book of Romans. Romans chapter 1, the Apostle Paul speaks very personally. And he says in verse 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God and the salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. And then in verse 17, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, The just shall live by his faith. We're to do two things today. Number one, we're to live by faith ourselves. And number two, we're to pass on the message of faith and the message of Christ to other people. It is to be revealed from faith to faith. Surely as Paul was not ashamed of the gospel, we're not to be ashamed of the gospel of Christ. As surely as he was a debtor, we're debtors. As surely as he was ready to preach the gospel, we're to be ready to preach the gospel. And so I want to challenge you to do two things. Number one, I want to challenge you to preach the gospel to yourself today. To remind yourself who you are and who Christ is and who you belong to. Preach the gospel to yourself and never get over the wonder of what it means to be saved. Rehearse in your mind again the glory of salvation, the Christ who lives in you. And then don't keep it to yourself. No, friend, good news is to be shared. Once you've preached the gospel to yourself today, preach the gospel to others. Make up your mind that before this day ends, you'll tell at least one person about the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'd recommend to you that the book of Romans might be a good place to begin. Take some powerful gospel verse from the book of Romans and say, let me share with you something that has changed my life. This is the message of salvation, and it's for every man. Friend, did you know that the purpose of the Bible is not to know the Bible, the facts, the people, the places, but instead the purpose of the Bible is to know God. Do you know Him? Do you know that God has already done everything necessary for you to know Him? Jesus Christ, God's Son, died on the cross and rose again from the dead to pay for your sin debt. It is our prayer that you will trust Jesus today. If you'd like additional help in your Christian life, be sure to visit our website, scottpauley.org. Among the many resources we have available, we're excited to make available to you a Journey Through Scripture daily Bible reading plan. This will be a tremendous help in our current study. Until next time, may God help you to enjoy the journey.